I never said why I was late, did I? No, um, would you like to share? So, a couple of nights ago, my housemate Paul was awoken by peculiar sounds of someone trying to break my D-lock with what is essentially a, a railway sleeper. What? Uh, wow. uh, How? Just smashing it? No, no, just sort of trying to twist it so that it oh, would right. snap, oh. um, which woke him up. He turned the light on, bloke scarpered and left the massive bit of wood and the buckled and bent D-lock. So the reason I was late was attempting to get that unlocked again. I myself, having taken the murder weapon into the back garden so that he couldn't <laughs> try it again, had spent half an hour trying to snap a massive bicycle lock. So you <laughs> still had to snap it. That's a pain in the balls, isn't it? I'm still trying to snap it. I still have not yet. That all. Oh no. And it won't open. <laughs> no, the lock itself is shagged completely. Oh, that's uh, really annoying. It's frustrating. Have you got a new lock? Because you're going to have I, to do it if you get the old one off. I did go and buy a new lock the following morning in the assumption that he might then come back the following night to finish yeah. off the job. Yeah. Well, what you do hope to do is actually he does that, but now you have your other D-lock, so you wait till he's finished it, and then before he realises there's another D-lock, you kind of come down and say, Run thanks, out. mate. Yeah. <laughs> yes. yeah. yeah, just wait at the window. That's not a bad idea. Mm. Uh, Could you have not finished the job with that? That's why I was late. Oh, because that's what you were trying, right? That is what I was attempting. How depressing. Yes. I thought there might be more laughs in it than there were, but hey ho. <laughs> it's just sad indictment it's just of really society. Just really depressing. Yeah. 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 Sad indictment of society that we can't come up with a joke about it, or sad indictment that you guys <laughs> bike. That, that it happened. <laughs> I once, I had a bike, hmm. um, and I once thought. I would lock it up with literally one of those three pound locks you get that you can snip with scissors. Oh, nice. Because I'm an idiot. <laughs> and it was stolen, I'd say, within 24 hours. Right. Moron. Absolute solid gold moron. Like, uh, your bike will get stolen here if you have, like, a proper serious grade D-lock. Indeed so. If, um, <laughs> if your housemate hadn't have been there. Absolute I had, moron. I've had um, a front wheel stolen. Ooh, that's Oh, that's annoying. annoying. Really annoying. Luckily, it didn't happen when I was living 10 miles away. <laughs> That's, that is good, that is yes. True. I was you'd before eaten, I'd moved. You'd have eaten that giant Tupperware of pasta and pesto for nothing. I would have. Apart I, I from the stats at Sainsbury's. Well, that'll just wheelie your way home. <laughs> I can imagine you could pull that off, Cy. You could pull that off. I yeah, Cy could definitely pull that off. None like, of the rest of us. Like a Fair unicyclist enough. going down the A40. It would have been amazing. <laughs> you did I see- remember cycling to, into work one morning, and this guy was on his unicycle commuting to work while reading a book. No! <laughs> and the bus lane in Summertown, just on his no. unicycle, reading a book on a unicycle, going into Summertown at like oh, 8 o'clock in the morning. I mean, it's one level of like pretension to be on a unicycle anywhere (laughs) in public but to have a book and be doing that is insanity i once saw a guy on a penny farthing in oxford (laughs) and he had to like take a running jump to get up onto it (laughs) just like run and fully vault onto this penny which i guess is how you get on them or did like the old-fashioned ones have a little step or something i think there was a sort of little step in the frame yeah, flip down yeah. something like yeah yeah so obviously what you had a bad is one is the penny farthing well, i mean i know what is that no yeah. no I, i've seen one but i mean was the purpose of it to be a novelty thing no or like a common occurrence type thing well no it was, it was, it was 
gearing of the wheels. Yeah, yeah. I think because right. there was no chains, you were on, right. It was like on the wheel. Always a novelty thing. It was at one point sensible. Practical. Entirely. Not sure it's sensible. It was something that some engineer designed and said, this is fundamentally the correct way to do this. And somebody said, it just looks stupid. Right, fine. And it did look stupid when the guy was riding it. It did. Just like the guy riding the unicycle, reading a book. Did you catch a glimpse of what book it was? (laughs) I don't know. Probably fucking Ulysses or something. That's what I'm thinking. Like, Like, if you're on a unicycle reading Ulysses. Rich, do you have a unicycle? I mean, whilst I have read Ulysses... Do you think I've ever ridden a unicycle? No. I've read I wouldn't Ulysses. say no. I've read Ulysses and don't have a unicycle either. Right. Mm. Or at least as far as I know. I've just ridden but that was a different night. <laughs> she wishes. <laughs> <laughs> Her husband's the uh, butler from Downton Abbey, isn't it? Is that Unistubs? No. I don't think that's Unistubs. I don't no. think. I mean, I've never seen Downton no. Abbey, but I don't Who am I think you mean Unistubs. That's a hard answer question to answer. Hang on. No, that's no I'm thinking of. She's the one from Doctor Who, isn't she? I'll tell you who I'm thinking of. This is a boring part of the podcast, but Sorry, bear we, with me. We edited down. She's had two husbands and they've both divorced. So she hasn't had a husband since 1975. And she's not going to get another I'm one. I'm thinking of Imelda Staunton. No, very much not Unistubs. who I'm thinking no. of. And who's her husband? The guy from Downton Abbey. Because G- Unistubs' first husband was John Gilmore who was an English now, actor who was on the Enidian line. Now, isn't Una Stubbs Charlie Chaplin's granddaughter? Have I made that up? That's Una Chaplin. <laughs> <laughs> and Una's spelt differently. Yes. Oh. And uh, okay, Una well, Paloma getting... Blanca is a different person as well. <laughs> right, OK, well, I'm getting confused. And the Una bomber was not Una Stubbs. <laughs> right. All right, I'm just getting oh, no, a little that's bit a awesome idea. Her second husband was Nicky Henson, who's a British actor as well, but it doesn't tell you oh, what yeah. he was in, so he must have been a rubbish one. No, Nicky Henson was... Oh, TV actor was in quite a few things, I seem to... Re- I know the name, I couldn't tell. Oh, he was in anything. Shine yeah. on Harvey Moon there when it go. was remade in 1995. He was in Forty Towers, Minder, Boone, Inspector Morse, Touch mm. of Frost, Heartbeat... Of joy, you know, all the Ooh. classics. Una Chaplin, she's in um, one of the Jurassic World films, isn't she? She was in the silent episode of Inside Number Nine. She was yes. indeed. Yes. We're talking about the same person. Good. Good. Okay, <laughs> Simon. Hello. Would you like to cast this one? I didn't choose this one. Laura chose it. Oh, was it Laura? I do. You can tell Laura chose it. She's talking shit about other things. (laughs) No. Forgotten to cast it. No different than usual. 1,000 sketches in 1,000 days. Day 608. Sketch 308. Woodworker. again this is a sketch will you can be we've done this one i think this my spreadsheet is fucked up haven't we done this no i don't think so hang on i'm still trying to open the fucker right rich you could do will simon you can do guy i'll do girl alistair you can do guy too and i'll do um the directions directions scene walking down a road must get home to watch match of the day no one better tell me the score 
Oh, sir, the... Uh... Don't, don't tell me, don't tell me. Watch out. Don't we tell me, don't this. tell me. Yes, exactly. Yes, we have done this one. Oh, come on now. <laughs> what a tit. Uh. If I were a carpenter is another short one I can see. I'm pretty sure that's a little one. If out. I were a carpenter, yeah, super short. I'd wiggle my tail and I giggle with glee. That's fish in the sea, isn't it? Do you know that song? No idea. We haven't got time. No. Come on, let's do okay. it. <laughs> There's only one character. It's called poet. Cast rich. Rich, you're okay. now a poet. I'll do, I'll do this part. If I were a carpenter and you were a lady, would you make me put up shelves? Would you expect me to construct a shoe tidy for the corner of your wardrobe? Would you criticise my bevelling? Would you feel that an afternoon spent sorting nails into different sizes in some old Holborn tins was my idea of a good time? Would you intimate that my selection of mahogany wholesaler was substandard? Or would you just try to judge me as I am without bringing my trade into it, you stupid stuck-up bitch? Right! <laughs> <laughs> That's, right. That's just fucking angry. That is I a take it personally, much, because it? if I were going out of a carpenter, yeah, I'd, I'd ask for all of those things and more. <laughs> but you aren't a lady, so... That's true. That's why Very he was calling us stuck-up. Sure. Okay, bye then, everyone. Bye, bye. bye. Sorry about that one. Yes, bye. <laughs> 1,000 Sketches in 1,000 Days was written by the Albion Basement. It was performed by Richard Catherall. It was produced by Alistair Turvitt. The music is by The Evenings. See you tomorrow.